All right, you ready? Nope. Drinking some coffee. That was that was my bad. I pressed record when you clearly weren't ready. Welcome to the Connect the Dots Gambling Podcast. Usually it does work better if you ask ready before you hit a button. That's like pulling out of the traffic. You go that way. Signal after you merge. I'm coming in. I'm in. Anyway. Welcome, everyone, to the podcast. Appreciate you joining us again for another week. This is our 13th episode. Right. Lucky number 13. That's cool. Going strong. Yeah. In the dark. We're like a speakeasy of podcasts. Right. You got to know somebody to get in. (laughs) (laughs) Unparalleled intellect uh, and brilliance. Trendy. Yeah. You got to be a stat guy. You got to throw some stuff out on the... uh, $34 cocktails. Wow, I don't know about all that. Well, you imagine if you had a if you had a speakeasy, so a bar you could only get into with like a special ah, knock all right. or like a special passphrase. I thought your palate was. Oh, are you thinking I'm ordering thirty four dollars? Yeah, right. No, 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 not at all, not at all, no, no, no. Uh, but we're at week ten of the NFL season. We've been, it's been. Up and down, I'd say, as far as gambling-wise, but currently riding a high. How about yourself? How are you doing? Uh, not a good week last week. Two jakes, two wins, five losses. So in my Ooh. mind, four and five, but really it was yeah. two and five yeah. with a couple kiss your sisters. And uh, one of those was interesting because it was against the commanders, and we make a lot of fun about the Chargers head coach. Yeah. But the coach, in this instance, got a penalty and decided to run out the clock and just kick the field goal and win, which put it at the Jake level because I was adamant that Minnesota would cover against the Commanders. Right. To so the point touchdown. where I went, yeah, and it was my biggest yep. play. Right? That was one of my Jakes as well. So there's a coach there with two there. minutes, a first and goal, unwilling to score a touchdown. It's like, I'm going to run the clock out and kick it. He's the exact opposite of the Chargers guy. The Chargers guys will cost the game because of his, <laughs> his willingness to go for it in weird situations. But I thought it was a good job of coaching, but it kind of bothered me because I knew somehow, I kept telling Rose, I'm like, Minnesota's going to find a way to cover him. Boom. Taylor threw a pick. Yeah. Da, 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 da. But, yeah. Um, yeah, not a great week. Not thrilled. Not happy. Well, this is a good week to bounce back. There's some stuff on the slate that I like, so I'm excited to dig into it with you. Well, see, and, and conversely, being the old bear, yeah, I'm ready to hibernate. I'm yeah, like, you're like, fuck, fuck I'm this. done. I'm like, done. I don't even feel like betting. I went from 22 plays betting on Monday before Monday night kickoff for the next week to like, I can't even force myself to get in the car to go drive out there right now. It's become instrumental, though. Like enjoying an NFL Sunday, what what is it if you really don't have any plays out there? I don't know. I, know? I, I don't know. I go to bed a lot. I don't. I don't. I, 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 <laughs> I just. I, I, just I don't see these things through. <laughs> I make the wager, and wherever it takes us, it takes us. Yeah, I, I have a I, like. I love football, but yeah, it's hard to get me motivated to watch, like to really dial into like Houston, New York. If I didn't have like a play or something meaningful going on. Right. So, but week 10, we're here, halfway point of the season. We're trying to figure out who these teams really are. Uh, I think we've got some good indication on a lot of these teams at this point. Thursday night, we're not going to spend a lot of time on because, A, it's a shit game. Just don't care about it. And, B, we're recording this at 7 o'clock on Thursday. So by the time you're hearing it, the game will already have happened. And... Here's how you know it's a bad game. I went to do a, um, a captain's draft on DraftKings. Mm-hmm. Just so uninterested in building a lineup with these two rosters. Couldn't even find a worthy captain to it's toss not, in there. It's just, I'm like, oh, I can't even go through this because you're looking at... Uh, Cordero Patterson. Uh, well, you, you, exactly. Yeah. But uh, So, yeah, no interest. Um they played what two weeks ago? Something that felt like it was just yesterday. The guy yeah, they, they played off. very. Yeah, yeah, it like just happened. <laughs> Went bananas and then he <laughs> lost him the game. Yeah, that's exactly. It was right. one of the greatest throw catches penalties. I mean, it was like it was what? incredible. I like that should never cost you a game though. That's not right. No, it was fucked up. No, you yeah, give you yeah. could you literally could be giving your life in certain scenarios, and you're gonna what that that to me just I don't know. It, it was make it was sense. an absolutely bonkers, horrible fucking call. Yeah, right. Because it was a once in a lifetime play. Mm-hmm. Like, the ball just doesn't travel yeah, that far. No, 68 yards and you yeah. catch it for a meaningful touchdown. So, I guess that's something to watch for. It was fun when they played. 
recently, so maybe there's still some juice from from that game. Maybe carry yeah, over. It's right. I don't know. Two teams I, I don't have a good feel for. I think they're both bad, and then you end up like, oh, the Falcons covered again, or Carolina was in that game, or Carolina's getting blown out when you have them plus seven. That was one of my losses last week when they got their heads beat in by the Bengals. Um, so let's move on to the Sunday slate. This is the Germany week. I told yeah, you weeks right. ago there was a Germany game. This is it. It's finally happening. It's Seattle uh, at Tampa Bay. Technically, Tampa Bay is the home team. Tampa Bay minus three is your line. 44 and a half is your over under. Uh, does it feel like the Seahawks keep getting disrespected? Well, we sure did early and often. We did. We were just clowning we on We thought they'd club. be the worst team of football. I thought he'd be one of the first coaches fired. <laughs> Instead, he's a genius. Like, he, those receivers have... I felt bad for the receivers. Like, you have no quarterback. They're thriving. Before we jump ahead, though, seven dogs, three favorites last week. Two okay. Jake. Yep. That tracks. Four overs, eight unders. Look at that. The under's Wait, still hot. That's, you know, that's what's out. Yeah. It really makes it difficult to bet over anymore. Embrace the under. It'll change your life. It's 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 really something. So we're in a situation here where Tampa Bay is favored by three in Germany. You probably have to have whatever streaming service. Who who are we enlisting now? Uh, I honestly don't know. Isn't that sad? <laughs> it's like some third rung streaming service that we're gonna have to either a like ah fuck well, it I don't have it. It's probably it's probably ESPN or Amazon if I had to guess. Oh, I think it's something totally different. Really? Is it like Paramount? Like Paramount <laughs> Plus? Is that we have to track down this Germany game? I don't think we'll be seeing it, honestly. It says on NFL Network, so. Oh, yeah. You'll find it. Right, we got that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you're fine. Thanks, Dan. <clears throat> but what are, your, what are your thoughts? Tampa Bay has Tampa Bay has been one of the weirdest betting teams all year because I think it's just they've been bad. Yeah, 25% of the time they cover. So how many games have they Bad. Played? Yeah, they're horrible. So, yeah, so Tampa Bay clearly here. No, no, yeah. you got to take Seattle in the points, or even just Seattle outright. I can't like, do it. Why not? Tell Again, why. it's just because the fact that you're you're at the bottom of the bell curve and you can't stay there. You have to move up. There's nowhere to go. But there's nothing that indicates to me that that Tampa Bay team is better than Seattle, and it sounds weird to say. So you're thinking just maybe t- Tom. Maybe Gino doesn't handle the... Get a little spark. Tom normally doesn't make this trip, though. I don't little, think Tom's ever played a spark from game. the victory. You can't take that away. You know, he was able to... Guide barely. He's yeah, barely, but still, barely. still there. I just think situationally, we're probably going to be in a spot where a letdown Seahawks played well, exerted a lot of energy, then they have to make that trip. So I'm leaning Tampa Bay. They're on my... I only have six plays written down. That's how hard this lineup was for me this week. Stunning. So I have Tampa Bay, but at that time it was minus two and a half. So it's moved to the critical number of three. Mm-hmm. If it were to go to three and a half, that would be an indicator. You don't um, want that hook. But that would also be an indicator that the money went Tampa Bay side. So right now I'm on Tampa Bay. We're I also here. see it at two and a half now. So looking at the live ones, that was the one I wrote down. So it's it hasn't moved my way. It's moved your way. Interesting. I still like the Seahawks. I might take the Seahawks money line there. I believe in that team. I believe in Geno Smith, and I think they're just better. I just think they're going to win. You like the um, new running? I love Kenneth Walker. He's awesome. Who doesn't like Kenny Walker? K-Dub. K-Dub. Actually, they call him K-9 because his number's nine. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. He's got that dog in him. All right. <laughs> <laughs> That's another internet thing. So, right, yeah, someone's got yeah, that, you know, bring if it someone's to me. got that dog in him. Someone tweets out a picture of an X-ray that they photoshopped like a picture of a dog on. <laughs> yeah, it's good times. Oh, see, I, I didn't know that. Yeah. The contacts. I'm like, okay, Jack. If you say so, Jacksonville at Kansas City. I'm putting Seattle down. I know you're betting the other way, but I'm sorry. I just love the Seahawks well, too I'll just, much. I'll mark a note here. It could be dropped off the list. I'll put an asterisk. Seattle money line. I'm putting it on my list. Jacksonville at Kansas City. Kansas City is a nine-and-a-half-point favorite against the Jaguars, who were victorious against the Raiders last week. And what did Kansas City do last week? They beat the Titans in prime they time. They did not cover. They did not cover. Kansas City's only covered three times. We did predict that early enough and that they would yeah, cover Yeah, you did. You, you've tried to talk me off of but Kansas now, City. Is like 
I'm always looking to get on the Kansas City train instead of right. being the guy bucking it. And I, that's what's maddening about this whole process. It's like you can't get out of your own way. You already knew what you know, and well, you still didn't do right. Yeah, is it something that they're just going to be like impervious to like lines too low because of how much people it's respect just Pat Mahomes so high? Reed? It is, and it seems like again they don't cover a lot. Like you said, they've only covered three times this year, but. At any given moment, they can hang 45 on you. Well, they tried to knock out Tennessee, and damned if Tennessee just didn't stand there. I do I do want to say something about the Tennessee Titans, because I don't think they play this week, right? I think they're on a bye. Tennessee. No, they play Denver. Ooh, gross. Yeah, I like Denver. Um, they're just, they're really well coached. We, we got it. I have to concede that Mike Vrabel is a good coach. They're physical. They hit. They rush the passer. Um, they could run the ball. They're a good team. I've been saying Tennessee's fraudulent for two and a half years, and I just don't think I can anymore. Your spite, your spite from Tannehill. I, I think the spite is wearing off. I think Vrabel's like slowly winning me over. Uh, you know what? what? When I was, I'm glad Stan's here to help. He's trying to, I, he's trying to help. Yeah, he's got his his brown eye in my <laughs> my brown eye. Um, well, I was looking at the stats today. It occurred to me a couple things. You know, we're seeing these parody, you and I call it bad football, mm-hmm. bad product. Yeah. But also, too, how different teams are constructed right now this year. When you think about how much I loathe the Mariota Atlanta squad. You hate running the ball. Well, it's funny because I like it when I like it. If you give the guy the ball 31 times because I respect that, <laughs> you know, and you're blocking and I respect that. But then you look at a team like the Dolphins where they're doing it the top two receiver yardage-wise, you push those guys together, you got 2,000 yards of offense. Historic. So it's weird, right? Because as much as I don't like Mariota, like putting it up 12 times, completing 50%, all these, mm-hmm. you know, rerun options, pass options, it's interesting because I think some of the parody in of itself is how you're constructing your football team. Philadelphia's having a success in a way that's... Yeah. I don't know if it's sustainable, but it's interesting currently. It's it's all it's all cyclical, right? You know, we everyone determined at one point... Wave that, goes like, out, wave comes back. Running the ball, running the ball, running the ball, then it shifted to passing. All the rules shifted to passing. Like, oh, throw, 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 throw. But there are teams that run the ball effectively that are thriving in today's NFL because everyone was so set up to stop the pass. So you'll see... That shift again as defenses go back to bigger linebackers, and you're getting more athletic quarterbacks. So not only do you have to account for the running back, you have to account for the quarterback running as well. So yeah, yeah, it's, you're it's, right. It, there's parity in play style, and I think it's creating these weird chasms. You know, somebody was trying to sell me the Jets the other day. I'm like, I'll give you a playoff opportunity, but you can't tell me you're ever going to a Super Bowl with that kid at quarterback. You're not. Oh, no, 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 no. You know, so you might like a facet of a team, the way they play defense, or you might like their offense, you may prefer, but... And that's good enough to get you wins in the regular season. And create these weird matchups, yes. these weird games, these these unpalatable, when you thought Tampa Bay was just going to run Fournette down your throat, but forgot he got a little bit slower. Mm-hmm. Um, you see teams like Jacksonville's like, move out of the way, because... You know, this ETN guy can really play. You got to yeah. go. You're just going to, you know, so. And then even Justin Fields, as bad as you Love think Justin the Bears Fields. are, that dude is 11th in the league in rushing. He's amazing. And He's that's amazing. running backs. There's there's guys below him that's just, you know, you see Joe Mixon below a quarterback. You're like, why? How is that possible? Yeah. Five touchdown, Joe. You were on the wrong end of that, huh? Yeah, thanks, Timmy. <laughs> Timmy, the one week Joe Mixon they decided to get the ball. Oh no, yeah, and somebody else. He, yeah, I got you. Run oh, out. Devontae. He, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Devontae and Devontae him. Devontae had been which could literally cost me the playoffs. <laughs> literally, thanks, don't, Timmy. Don't look now, I've won four straight weeks. Um, this game, like Kansas City, scares me. That again, I don't trust them with the nine and a half. That's right near our threshold for the under. We decided on double digits, right? Over under yeah. fifteen and a half. They did. They did go under when they had their last double digits. So that was kind of a um, you know nice little mm-hmm. way to handicap that. I, I guess if you do bet Kansas City, you probably should bet the under as well because a lot of times they don't cover. That might go under. 
two teams that the Raiders were able to get up 17 nothing on and managed to lose to. That's a whole different... Yeah. Uh, I'm probably staying away from this one. I don't have a strong inkling either way. I would probably take Kansas City laying the points since it's under 10. But if it creeps up to 10, I'm, I'm out. But I don't feel good about anything about that game. Minnesota at Buffalo. I'm going to throw the under. It's 50 and a half. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to replace the early morning game. Tampa Bay, you might have talked me out of it. Okay. You have to be determined. I don't mind that under. That's a safe play. Who's the backup running back in Tampa Bay? Does he get any touches? Not really. They, they've, got, uh, they've got a rookie that's kind of like their third down, their third down back. Um, and then you also got Lenny in there. And whoever else is in the backfield is irrelevant. Minnesota at Buffalo. Buffalo, it's looking like without Josh Allen. Nope, cat almost fell off the table. <laughs> He's like, it's okay. He's struggling. He's like, Dad. Um, yeah, so a Josh Allen-less, potentially, Bills team against a Vikings team that keeps winning, but also keeps not Covering. Yeah, they've had three covers this year. First thing you want to look at with the Vikings always, if you're handicapped and you're truly going to put a Vikings game, is it a 1 o'clock start? Okay, check. Safe. Now we're going to have a discussion because your quarterback's viable. They're 7-1. 7-1. Yeah. But they covered three times. Covered three times. Right. What the fuck? It's... But something speaks to that coaching, though. I'm telling you, that little, they call it... I don't know, Grand Masters class or something. Okay. But they knew exactly what they wanted to do in that situation, getting that first and goal with two minutes left. They knew mm-hmm. they, it was something that they had thought through, which, again, in that moment, it's like, oh, great. I just kicked a field goal. Now I get a chance for a touchdown. That's even better. And they're like, no, we're just going to take three because I think they honestly felt Taylor would bring him down the field and win. He could. Taylor's got. He had him out man. there. I was like, yeah. "Oh shit! Like I'm said, gonna, I'm gonna team, eat this bet." That team plays hard for that guy. They yeah, like. They, they genuinely like, they like they Taylor. Like the guy um, any Buffalo still, and I just checked to make sure the line didn't didn't move at all. It's still at three and a half, even with their backup quarterback. So they baking in home team. Yeah, Keenum's base level of competence. The well, and the, and the Vikings wins. If, you know, if we look at the Vikings wins, who do they beat? I got it right here. Okay. Um, Commanders, arguably okay. a bad team. Yep. Arizona, we know, is a bad team. Horrible. They were able to beat Miami, but... Miami, Miami. that was a two-a-list Miami, I believe. So it was with Teddy Two Gloves. Or even their third-string quarterback. Beat Chicago, beat New Orleans. Yeah. Uh, beat Green Bay. Am I getting these right, or am I making these up? No, no, no. So, so what you're saying is these aren't impressive wins, that they're a soft 7-1, and one, and the against-the-spread record indicates that. Yeah, I think I gave them a, a Green Bay win that they don't have, but yeah. So that's my thought process. So, you know, they came out well with their first drive last week, and then once we stuffed the run, which Washington's defense, nobody's talking about, but they're arguably in the middle of the pack, but they're arguably stout. in the middle of the pack. But they're pretty stout. We Possibly don't give up a lot of points. Yeah, they're about 15 in there, 15 to 20. They've been stopping some people. Um, but Kirk Cousins didn't look the same after they got off script. Robbie, commanders run defense. When you listen, please. Oh, I I know the, I know the run defense is top top ten. I'm just saying oh, you're that. saying defense as a whole. Run defense would be top ten. I'm saying their defense is probably somewhere between fifteen and twenty as a whole. Gotcha. Run defense is definitely top ten. Gotcha. I don't mean, Robbie, you can look, but I know I'm right on that. Uh, we'll see. We'll, we'll see. see. Uh, I like the Bills laying the points here. Kind of again at a certain point, you just you just ran through all the all the games there like that's not an impressive seven and one uh and on their face i think buffalo is going to be able to give minnesota problems at home you can kind of get like a little momentum like hey let's win this one for josh we lost last week you know case we know he could sling it let's let's go out there and do something so i I think there's some good mojo with the bills despite them not having their quarterback yeah you know and i'm going off that three and five off memory i'd have to look at it i don't understand why i don't have minnesota on my sheet to bet because typically you know, I like to bounce back from those games where I think where I think a team should cover. Because mm-hmm. as much as I was saying I didn't feel the Commanders were covered last week because they had covered four straight. Mm-hmm. You know, I think Minnesota falls in that category of like you're going to cover somewhere. You're probably more likely to cover with points. We know most games come down the three. So if I get sure. three and a half, I don't think I could delay the three and mm-hmm. a half. And I you think part what? of me, you know, I I bet Buffalo for the first time 
last week, which is unusual for me because I knew the F and Jets were going to play them tough. Oof. They always play them tough, and I thought that was going to be the case, and yet I'm like, no, I'm just going to lay all these points, and I don't even care. And <laughs> then part of me remembers, well, you bet Buffalo under 11.5 wins. Yeah. You bet Miami to win the division. Pre- preseason. Yeah, like, right. Oh, I think the Bills right. are good. <laughs> and, and then I go back to everything. It's like, and I even when I handicapped, I said the Steelers would have their first losing season. I should have capitalized. Instead, what do I do? I take a worse price, pair it with Penn State because I'm such a pussy. <laughs> you know, I should have had a big ticket, at least $100 on Pittsburgh under. <laughs> you know? And then, no, I'm fucking up. Penn State, let me lay two to one on that. And just Penn State will win more games than Steelers. Well, of course they will, because the Steelers mm-hmm. sucked, and I said they sucked. I made it too complicated. So you're saying circle back around to Minnesota. They didn't come through with the cover last week. Yeah, and if that you little the half, half, half point, that hook. I guess if it stays at three and a half, I'm inclined to bet Minnesota. If you talked me into Minnesota there, I don't hate that. Uh, but if it moves, I'm probably taking Buffalo if it comes down to I think the betting public is going to be where you're at, kind of landed on Buffalo, just buying it. Yeah. And I was thinking so, uh, about it before you got here, and I'm like, Minnesota. they're not the fucking same team. You just don't replace Josh Allen. I don't. And as That's much as I'm bullish fair. on a six four guy that I know, you know, took Minnesota to twelve victories, and you know, I'm Keenum a big fan of Keenum. He was yeah. he was on our you know the Commanders at the time they weren't the Commanders, but. Um, I know he's capable. I don't know. He may have grown a beard. I don't know if that's like a good chance. Good possibility. To like Fitz Magic or something. So I I don't know if I'm okay with that, but I'll let you know. Cleveland at Miami. Oh, Uh, big old dog shit pal. Cleveland, after playing their best defensive game of the year, is just going to shit the bed here. Going to get smoked by the Dolphins. Going to shit the bed here, right? I don't see how they don't. Miami's playing uh, incredible football. Offensively, they added a star pass rusher. Um, Tua has been great, and as you mentioned before, those two wide receivers—they're on like record-setting pace. Tyree Kill is on pace to have the most yards. Eleven hundred yards season right ever, now, as we're sitting, ever. and Waddle has eight hundred and twelve. So you smash that together, you're getting nineteen hundred yards. Catherine's just always open. arguably the best duo. Not arguably, they are. Statistically, yes. Yes. Yeah. 100 targets means when you think about it and everybody overreacted to this move and then overreacted to to the Cheetahs saying, no, this kid here too is going to give me the ball in time and in mm-hmm. rhythm. He may not have used those words, but that's the reality of it because he's right. looked at this guy 100 times. Yeah. In perspective, the Rams don't have any receivers, and they've only looked at Cooper Cup 93 times. So he's getting more volume, and he has a better counterpart to share it with. Mm-hmm. They're just okay with taking the top off, and let's let's let these titties out. We're they're just going to let these dogs go. They got the <laughs> dog in them. They're always open. Like, always. It's just the speed. Speed, and they're skilled. Like, they're incredibly skilled. I don't want to diminish that either. Okay. And I don't want to take anything away. Brown's defense, that was the speed. best defensive performance they had on Monday night. It was great. But I think you're right. I think there's a little bit of, like, empty in the tank, like, division rival. Short week as well. Monday night, you know. Not super short, but you know what I mean. So, I think there's a lot of good indicators. Oh, and, by the way, it's in Miami. you got to go down to Miami. Yeah. So It's not love. as hot as some of the other games this year, but it'll be still warm. Right. Love, well, love, love, love. Conditions, too. That's spot. another thing, too. There could be some rain. That should be cleared up by then. It should be I up here. That hurricane, know. tropical depression, whatever they got going on down there. Not a meteorologist, so don't know. The only fear is the Browns managed to, like, fuck up everything I'm doing every time I'm involved with a game they're in. <laughs> Whether I bet on them or against them, but I just... That's this is probably my most publicly love the Dolphins play. Um, Houston at the New York Giants. I was looking for favorites though, so I kind of like that mold because again, sure, three favorites last week. That trend will slide mm-hmm. this week. Houston uh, at New York. The Giants are a five-point favorite. Uh, actually, four and a half. Four I saw and a half. Six point. and a half. Whoa. Let me pull it up right now because that's a big, big difference, and that would have been something I would have backed because I love the Texans at six and a half. Yeah. I see it at five. See, that would have been a reason to go out Monday. That's why I like betting early. I know. Like the there, plus there's, there's pros and cons. There's pros and cons. Well, that just means people are going where I was going. Hammer in the Texans. Like, ooh, a lot of points for the Texans. Mills Mafia. Counterpoint, Houston can't stop the run even a little bit. And the Giants are going to run the ball a lot. 
and that's going to be a big problem. Like week after week, the Texans get bludgeoned by running backs. They just they're just incapable. They don't have the scheme. Does that make it? An they over? don't have the personnel. I don't know because typically, you run the ball, you start getting less possessions because those drives are going to take longer. So I would say it's forty and a half. I could see I could see the under. I'm not super worried about the quarterbacks getting in like a quarterback duel. Oh, I just wrote down over 41. <laughs> okay. All right. And my thought process being this. We're talking about getting let's let's say that he does shorten it up. So thanks, Robbie. We know that teams now typically get around eleven possessions a game. Sure. So with your theory, let's say that okay, let's let's just take away one. So ten possessions. Mm-hmm. Um I think a good way to score is effectively run the ball because I think you do net points. I think you net sevens and threes. Much like the way the Texans were able to cover against Philly, they were productive in their drives. And that was what started the whole conversation when I mm-hmm. wanted to know how many possessions do I get because you're going to give me two touchdowns net. And if you would have told me before that, 11 possessions, but I'm going to start with two touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Then I start thinking, okay, of the 11 times I'm going to have a drive, if I can score 30% of the time, what's that put the score at? And then do you aggregate the three and the seven and say, okay, 30% of the time, let's say four points, that gives me 12, 12 and 14, 26. And I think it was something really close to that mm-hmm. in terms of Philadelphia won handily, but it was still a cover. Sure. But it was because, again, they scored on at least three drives. And I remember um, the Texans from what they had some sick ass uniforms that were really nice. You, they had the the red the red helmets. Yeah, it was cool. It was 20, 29 to seventeen. So they scored three times, two touchdowns and a field goal. Five possessions with points in my mind equals a cover in that scenario because we knew they were getting the two to start the game with. Yeah, for so in this scenario, um, bad defense. And I think if you're saying that, I think it works both ways because I think both running games are very strong. Yeah, let me see what the Giants' defense is looking like because they've been been frisky. And I guess we do have, what, like a rookie head coach. This is his first. Uh, they're coming off a bye, right? The Giants didn't play anyone last week. Yeah, there's 6-2. and two. So defense is middle of the pack, offense slightly below average. To me, that doesn't translate to points, but I guess I guess your point being the Texans bad offense, but also kind of middle of the road defense that they're going to be able to move the ball on each other and effectively put it in the end zone. I I don't twenty eighth and twenty second in both teams scoring, so they are not prolific scorers of the football. Forty and a half is tricky because if I see thirty nine, if I see something in the thirties, I'm betting the under. And that's come in pretty well for me. So 40 and a half is, is tough. I may just have to put a little asterisk on this one. Maybe I need another play to fill out the board board later. Um, but it should be two fun running backs. Damian Pierce is the truth, and Saquon's been having a resurgent season. Um, good shot at comeback player, the offensive player of the year, maybe, for Saquon Barkley. Um, the New Orleans Saints at the Pittsburgh Steelers. The Saints are a mere one and a half point favorite on the road against the Steelers. Over under there is 40. What do you think about that one? I know you're anti Pittsburgh, but you got a home dog, albeit slight. Well, as you read it out loud, my first impulse was why is the number so low, which immediately made me write down under 40 and a half. There you go. That works for me. You know what? I I agree. How are these two teams going to each score 20 points? I don't see it. New Orleans at Pitt. We're going under. Immediately, you would think that the Saints are a better football team, right? I don't know. Are they? Like, I genuinely... We weren't the only one on a Monday night. You know, I know I steered you wrong on the always bet. Monday night home dog. I genuinely don't know. Oh, excuse me. Because they played lights out defense against the Raiders. We're each other. We're bored ourselves. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's it's this time change. It's got me no, all fucked yeah, up. No, yeah, Rose and I are pissed off about yeah, it. Yeah, it fucking sucks getting out of work and it's dark out. Not a fan. Um, 
But the Saints, yeah, I don't know. They looked great against the Raiders. Maybe that says more about the Raiders than it did the Saints. Uh, looked like dog shit against the Ravens. Maybe that says more about the Ravens. Maybe the true Saints are somewhere in the middle. Dalton's kind of like turning back into a pumpkin. You know, not that he was ever like a nice carriage, but... I even have one of the Steelers receivers who I thought was going to be a number one. Pickens? No, Deontay. You have Deontay Deontay, Johnson. Right, and I I never put him in. He's had 76 targets. I'm like, shit, do I got to reevaluate this? Mm -hmm. That's a lot of targets. Well, it's just the offense is so incompetent. They're not not scoring any points. Kenny baby hands. He's got those tiny hands. NFL... I'm gonna look up scoring offenses real quick because I, I imagine they're they're pretty low. Which team? The Steelers. Uh, points per game, fifteen. They are thirty first. See. <laughs> and uh, twenty three average for the Saints, and um, they're the eleventh. And again, I'm just grabbing that off of my. Um, what site is this? I like this site. Is it your team ranking site? No, it's Yahoo Sports. Oh, there you go. Yeah, Yahoo Sports is really nice. You just set it for NFL scores. But any of those, I can get you real quick. Yeah, so uh, this is a bad. Don't watch this game. If, if you can, just don't watch it. Aesthetically, it's a bad uniform matchup, too, because the Saints have that gold clashing <laughs> with the yellow. It's just not. It's just not. Like, uh, we're not having it. Uh, but, yes, I love the under there, so I'll do that. Speaking of under... Denver at Tennessee. Would you look at that? 36 and a half is what I saw for the over-under. Um, Tennessee is favored, minus two. Don't know if Tannehill's playing. It might be another Malik Willis week, but I don't ever remember seeing an NFL game over-under at 36 and a half points. That's so goddamn low. Yeah, that's super low. And I can't wait to bet the under. This is going to be like a 10-3 type game, and I'm really excited for it. Wow. Not to watch it, but to bet the under. Um, and why not Tennessee minus two? I'll lay the points with Tennessee. Looking for oh, a, looking for a favorite. Oh, you off the truth. Uh, Denver's bad, man. They're just bad. Everything about them, bad. I have Denver set to go. Yeah, give it to me. No, no, I'm betting Denver. Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, well, I, I told you I struggled to get my picks lined up. Okay. So what Denver, do you, uh, Denver what do you like was about Denver? It, it was just situationally against the spread, top end of the, you know, bottom ends. It was just one of those things like, oh, Tennessee covers too often. Denver doesn't cover enough. Okay, great. We'll just take Denver here. They've had time to think about things. They came <laughs> off a win. Russell, you know, got blasted by his ex-coach. So... I don't know. I just feel something about Denver. I don't know why. It's, I think it's the Russell thing. I think you like Russell. I, I did for many years. He was very yeah. serviceable. I could so always I, get him late in fantasy, and I he was always productive. I think it's tough for you to quit him, which I, I get. He was very good for a long time. But this Broncos situation has been a complete nightmare. It literally could not have gone worse for them, with Seattle being as good as they are and them looking as poor as they do. And again, I've got no faith in that fucking Dalt that's their head coach. Hackett looks completely lost and overwhelmed. I'm more confident in Jeff Saturday as a head coach than I am Nathaniel Hackett at this point. So um, I can't in good conscience put money on Denver, but I will definitely be betting the under 36 and a half because how often do you get to bet an NFL game under 36 points? That's incredible. I'm going to check real quick the weather. Sure. Tennessee probably be okay, right? Or you're thinking some of that rain's going to creep Don't up. Don't bet against Derrick Henry. That's all I'm going to say. Here's it's your offenses. 15.1, 18.6. That's how you arrive at 36. 30th and 24th. Mm-hmm. Um, Denver... Careful though, because Denver is second in points allowed. They don't give up points. Their offense isn't scored. That's what their, I'm saying. Their defense doesn't give up anything. And then we're looking for Sunny with a high of 47. So, no weather issues there. But that's days away. The weather's. Last time they met it was 16 14. There you go. 20. 30 points. That was a few years ago. <laughs> this, uh, this uh, yeah, I, I'm excited for the under here. Detroit at Chicago. Justin Fields, you were talking about him. Chicago minus three, 48 and a half is your over under there. Um, Chicago, genuinely fun team to watch, right? They're doing stuff. 
Yeah, it's interesting only from the perspective of like you guys kind of nailed it. When I put the stat out of there, you're immediately like, well, yeah, because he's being utilized properly. Yeah, it only took a season and a half for a head coach to be like, wait a minute, we should run the ball with this guy instead of trying to force him to be a sit-in-the-pocket passer, which he's not. Yeah, and it's funny because, you know, there are coaches in college that recognize that. So yes. the coach, the coach yes. from Ohio State, you know, I listened to the presser after the game. It's just whatever. I was in the car. The guy's got a, like a golden voice, but he was interviewing the head coach. Was it Ryan Day? Yes. The yep. dude that like dyes his beard. Yep. Um, was talking about all of these quarterbacks that he's had and how he had consciously, for example, you know, in a situation where you couldn't throw the ball against Northwestern. Because mm-hmm, of like just stupid wind. He went to him and said, Hey, we normally don't do this, but would you mind running some RPOs for us? And you mind running? You, mm-hmm. know, was, you know, in years past, we would either intentionally plan a large portion of our game to run the ball or to not run the ball with the quarterback at that position based on their skill sets and what we felt yes. made the most sense for the yes. team's outcomes. While, you know, you try to play, while they are all talented because, you know, Arguably, this kid could run, too. Mm-hmm. It's probably one of the best passers they've had out of the lot. Yeah. But when you look at Justin Fields and some of these other guys that they've had, you lean into what they provide. And I even discounted Lamar today by throwing that stat out. And I didn't tell you guys, Lamar's actually a few spots higher. <laughs> right. So Lamar's in the top 10 as a running back in, in, yeah. in rushing yards. For sure. Which is scary, but he's already been here, done that. So I just found it interesting. Justin Fields is so, piecing it together in a situation that looks... Again, how you construct a team, young, multiple backs, and your quarterback, for all intents and purposes, is your best running back. Yeah, and, and again, it's it's one of those things, like, it's always stunning to me, and I guess and I guess it shouldn't be, right? The, the lack of adaptability in coaches, specifically NFL head coaches, like, we're going to run my system, we're going to do my stuff, even if you don't have the players that suit that, instead of adjusting what you do to maximize the talent that you have to put them in spots to succeed, to make sure you're maximizing what they have. It took a... It took entire Matt Nagy's job. It took his job because he was just too stubborn with how to use this incredible talent at the quarterback position. Justin Fields is awesome. He's got a cannon on his shoulder, and he could run like a motherfucker. And he's big and strong. And it's just like lean into that. It explains a lot, though, when I do see his hesitancy to pass. However, he always held on to the ball, and he still does. That that, that was. I think it's a trust thing. It's like, yeah. ah, shit, I could probably run. Well, and he doesn't have like to be look at the guys he's throwing to. They got Claypool in there now, which I think will be good for both of them. But he's not like you know, he's not a number one wide receiver. They don't have one. Well, they get from, they, like, they barely fourth. have a number two wide receiver. Yeah, you know, so he doesn't have a ton of weapons. But again, maximize what you can do. All right, we don't have a ton of weapons on the outside. We're gonna hit that big fucking tight end from Notre Dame, and we're gonna we're gonna run the ball. Well, they weren't hitting him. Then he showed up, and when he does show up, he catches touchdowns. Yes, absolutely. Oh, by the way, let's backtrack Okay. to Minnesota and another reason cool. to bet him. All right, sure. Those flowing golden locks oh, that's were right. in full vogue last Hawkinson's week. Hawkinson's there. How many looks did all he right. get? I don't know if you watched Nine any Nine targets, game. I believe. Flowing locks had been there all of like a minute. Yeah. So I'm just like, gonna, I've been here a minute. I'm going to flow the locks down the field. I'm just going to scratch out the Bills. You're right. We're going to go Minnesota three and a half. And I wouldn't mind seeing the Bills be six and three. It's going to be hard to keep them under 12 Well, that, I think that's you rooting for your Dolphins bet there. There's a little, there's a little and, of that. And I have the under. Yeah, yeah, the under. Yeah, so, so you, you got to lose some games. You got the under. The bills and it would never root on a guy to be out so, for the entire season, but like maybe he's right. Maybe you should get Tommy Jones. You don't want to rush that yeah. elbow thing. Once you get it, you don't have to get it again. Yeah, you don't want to rush yeah. that elbow thing. Did did we talk before? I don't know if we talked about this on the show, but uh, former president of the Marlins, David Sampson, he so goes, just preemptively give him yeah, Tommy John. Yeah, preemptively Tommy John. He was looking just into like, Tommy what John. if we just get Tommy? Have him get Tommy John now? It's like an argument to get people lobotomies and so shit. They're, so they're ready before they get to the big leagues. Um, I love Chicago. Chicago in this spot. Back to the game we were talking about. Uh, Detroit beat Green Bay last week. Green Bay might just be straight up fucking horrible. Um, so I think that was a more of an indictment on the Packers than it is positive for Detroit. So I like the Bears in this spot, laying the three. And now I'm getting into a spot where I got to be careful. I like too many favorites. So maybe I back off that and just go to over. Detroit's got a bad defense. Chicago's got a bad defense. Forty-eight and a half. 
That's what uh, I'm doing. Points allowed per game That's combined is a total of 53. I found it. Yep. Detroit is 32nd. Over. Chicago gives up 24. Uh, they both average mid-20s, 23 and a half and 20. It's going to be close. Eight. I think they get there. Um, so that's that's the trick with embracing the unders, right, is don't completely turn your back on the over. You don't have to be so binary, you know, only sits dealing absolutes. So you can you can oscillate back and forth. So I'm going to go with the over there. Um, Dallas at Green Bay. Dallas coming off a bye week. Green Bay, straight up train wreck. All Green Bay. Just load up on. Why? What have they done? What have the Packers done? That's a mistake. What have the Packers done? Who's. I can't help it. It's just what it tells me to do. Bet against Dallas, the Giants, and Tennessee this week was the first thing I wrote on the pad. And that was because they've covered 75% of the time. That come to you like uh, Kevin Costner in drafting, like no matter what, bet against. These yeah, teams. it's just again the bell curve is just that you're at the extreme polar end. You have to come towards the middle. It doesn't feel the good next though. Week, how that works out? It, it doesn't. It they doesn't, don't have to win. They just have to cover by X amount of points. It doesn't feel good though. I don't think it's enough points. I think what if I told you that they're thinking about Benson Aaron? Would he not then play his the balls Cowboys off? More. I know, but I'm saying play his balls off here before that happens. I don't know, man. That dude looks checked out. He looks fucking over all of this. Can't win an MVP then check out. That's not sure in your you DNA. Sure you can. You absolutely can. When you're can't in, be your in your 40s, your DNA. You're Aaron you can't be in your DNA. And you just threw a fucking bitch fit all last season because you wanted out of Green Bay because they didn't get you any weapons. Your best wide receiver leaves. You're still in Green Bay. Assumedly, you were okay with it because you decided to come back and not try to muscle your way out of there anymore. And it's just been a train wreck. Um, I'm sick of his commercials, too. And his commercials suck. I can't, in good conscience, put money on Aaron Rodgers. Okay. That is the Andy Reid commercial with the it's mustache. It's great, where he throws the... Yeah, he's like, I'll look into that. Because I truly Andy believe he would look into anything Patrick asked him to. Andy Reid's a million dollars. I will absolutely look he's into a, that. He's a much better actor than Patrick Mahomes is. I, well, so. I love with Patrick Mahomes with the, with the bath bombs. I don't remember the bath bombs one. <laughs> he just keeps dropping them in. He's got like a whole bathroom full of them. Oh, yeah, and like a cold tub or in like a, a, a hot tub. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Um, but I, yeah. I guess I guess stay away because you are right. Dallas is super public, and Green Bay is going to have to cover eventually. But I just can't, in good conscience, do it. I can't pull the trigger. If I was betting this game, I'm betting Dallas. I think four We've and a half is a short side line since the Jets took it to them. Then everybody's taken it to Green Bay since since yeah. the Jets. Everybody's teabagged this team. <laughs> yeah. It's literally taking they, turns. They have. You fucking Chuck Norris potato sack that fucking club. Yeah, you know, and it may be too much Aaron, too much ayahuasca, too much whatever he's pimping yeah, these days. Thing he's tripping balls out there, uh, and he's just got zero faith in those wide receivers. Um, Dallas Odell Beckham rumors are heating up to Dallas, which makes no sense. No, I think he, I think he'd be a good fit. But I mean, when you think about how they arrived at the receiving core that they have, there's only so much space, and you know what was what was the matter with Amari? His contract. You know, what are you going to yeah, slide a guy looking, in with double yeah. double amputee here? And fuck. You know, it's funny. After that trade, you look at all the wide receiver contracts that were signed after that. Like, Amari Cooper looks like a bargain. Yeah, point. right now. You're like, yeah, like, oh, yeah. that was... Polished route runner. Yeah, like, why do we... Why Doesn't do we get hurt again? Like, the on. other guy's got, you know... Two, yeah. two, two legs amputated? Yeah, let's sign him. All right. Agree to disagree on Dallas and Green Bay. Uh, Indy... At Las Vegas, Las Vegas, uh, when I wrote this, was a six-point favorite. Did that move at all? Four-and-a-half. Las Vegas is a four-and-a-half-point favorite at home against Indianapolis with Jeff Saturday making his head coaching debut. Over-unders, 42-and-a-half. Saturday in the park. How do you, how do you bet on this? Raiders team. You just can't, right? They've blown three 17-point leads this season. It was a, a real head-scratcher. It was incredible to watch. Just it slowly slip away. I knew right around halftime when they scored and then got the field goal. Like, well, they're going to march down and score again. The defense has been atrocious. How about they, they cut your guy? I was so high on that kid. He was hitting everything that moved. Johnny he got Abram? injured. Yeah. Yeah. 
He was a hitter. He had dog in him. His his playing time was slowly going down. He was Why? Did he not cover it? Is he not? Yes. He's very bad at covering. He just wants to wax cats. Yeah. And in, and in that defense, you don't need a box safety like that. It's it's more you're expecting your safeties to do more in coverage than just running down and hitting people. So, yeah. He got claimed by the Packers, by the way. He's in Green Bay. Oh, hey, that'll that'll go well. Yeah, I think he, I do think he's a good player. I think he's just kind of miscast. This won't come up because we're not going to talk about it, but we'll come back to this because I don't know how you feel about the game anyway, and I know you're kind of down on your season. But uh, Roquan made that team look fucking better immediately. He's great, right? Fucking yeah, better immediately. He jammed yeah. the dude on third and one he's or awesome. whatever. Fucking, you know, talk about just going in and not having a playbook. It's like, ah. Just like, I got this. I, I got I know this. How to play I, I, yeah, I'll be all right. Yeah, I'll follow this, and then I'll just go to that hole, and I'll hit that fucking yeah. guy a yard don't, in the back. Don't worry about me. Uh, <laughs> I'll come out of this game with a dozen tackles. I don't know I'll what be, he had. I'm sure okay. it was a dozen. Yeah, he's awesome. That was You're a right. very impactful trade. I thought that really. Well, it's that, like. Competence. The Ravens are just like aggressively competent. They always do the right shit. And they always, always. had very solid linebacker always. play for year after year after year. And it was always yeah. that guy that could tackle, the guy in the middle that could be that kind of stuff. It was Ray Lewis to CJ Mosley and now to Roquan. Um, so, yeah. He could have been happier to get called to the just, office. Just a well run order. He got called to the office. He thought he was like getting John an extension Hart. with the Bears. Yeah, Rose likes John. He's Hart. like, I, I, I'm going to go get an extension. And they're like, Better yet, in Baltimore. You're going to Baltimore. He's like, yes, yes. <laughs> oh, man. But anyways, this this horrible game, um, this is going to be a bad game. Uh, maybe the under here, 42 and a half. Um, Jonathan Taylor might be back, which would be pretty much their entire offense. And the Raiders' defense is really bad. So I think Indianapolis is going to be able to control the ball. You're going to see a lot of read options with Sam because I don't think they're going to be installing like a bunch of new stuff. They don't, they don't have a play caller. Their play caller's gone in Indy. The head coach is gone. The offensive coordinator's gone. So there was no one there that was calling plays. So. Who's the offensive coordinator? Who, who was calling plays? They all went. Frank Reich was calling plays. So you did everything. So you fired yeah. coach and the play caller. Yeah. So now they're first-time play caller, first-time head coach. Who's the play caller? Do we know? Uh, some young cat. He's like 32 years old. He's like, I got this. Yeah, he's like, he'll call plays. I got this. So this feels like a kitchen sink Colts game everyone's been shitting on the Colts like this is going to be you know let's there, there's a lot of intangibles here and there's a lot of bad Raiders mojo like the vibes around the Raiders are just horrible it's the complete opposite of what I thought this season was going to be I'm, yeah and they shut down I'm your third receiver I'm genuinely flabbergasted yeah no Renfro no Waller they both went on IR today so they're gone I don't at know that that hurts your club this might be an offense explosion you like was it Holland I do like Mac Hollins. He's he's okay. I love the your tight end, but it's it's it organizer uh, Foster Foster Moreau. Foster Moreau. <laughs> I don't know where the fuck. I knew it was Foster Moreau. I just wanted to combine them all into like one. It's a Flugermeister. A Flugermeister. It's just bad. It's bad vibes. I, I don't see how they can be favored in any more football games. Yeah. It's, just uh, don't bet. Anything. Just don't bet it. Yeah, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna watch it and be sad and not bet anything because that's the last thing I need. Arizona at Los Angeles Rams. Uh, two wildly disappointing teams, right? The Rams suffering a yeah. severe Super Bowl hangover. One and a half is the line. Over under is forty and a half. Outside of Tampa Bay, biggest Rams disappointment. Are the worst yeah. covering against the spread. They won the Super Bowl, and now they cover the spread 28% of the time. So Rams is so what Rams. you're going to say. Yeah, well, because yeah. it's one and a half. got to cover some. Sure. But I, I'm, now I'm, see, I'm getting worried about the favorites. I like a lot of favorites this week. We've talked we about should, very though. few dogs that I like. Well, again, because last week, favorites only covered three times. So this is a week where you can bet seven, eight favorites. And feel good about it. Right. Okay, I'll put the Rams on there. Yeah, and and again, I, I I you don't have to twist my arm to bet against the Cardinals. They've been under three, a complete nightmare. Under three, yeah. Give me the Rams minus. Who's, who's Matt Stafford? Oh, right, wait, Stafford might not play. Who's Matt Stafford's backup? That's, that's a great question. <laughs> the wife, the wife said something about concussion. She's not thrilled. Yeah, I think she wants him to like retire. She's like, dude, Let's see. Rams. That's a good point. I completely forgot about the Stafford thing. This might be a stay away. Who is the Rams second string quarterback? John Wolford. That's right. Trump? 
uh, I want to. I almost wanted to say Walford, like you went to the school with little. <laughs> For some <laughs> reason, I got, I got the North Carolina State. I don't even know how I got there in my head. I just make <laughs> shit up as I go. John Walford went to. He's from Texas. Uh, he went to Wake Wake Forest. That's I was, right. I, was really I, I vaguely remember that now. I was in North Carolina. You were I was, the right state. I was, I yeah. was close. Yeah, not bad. I felt not it. Bad. ACC school. Um, so yeah, I think he's fast. He's got that going for him. But um, shit. Well, they're still favored by one and a half with the backup quarterback in there. So yeah, that that's, the only reason I asked, that still feels fine. That still you feels. Get fine. somebody out of the pocket. Nothing against that's Matt. Just, I love Matt, but you know where to find him. That might be another under though. He doesn't. <laughs> he, he doesn't try to move around a lot. Sunday night, Chargers, 49ers, 49ers, a seven-point favorite over under 45 and a half. Thoughts? 49ers coming off a bye, getting getting McCaffrey more incorporated, getting healthier. This feels dangerous for the Chargers. This feels like Rams all the way. I think this is a spot, too. Before you even plug that in, since you got a night play there, you got some other things, you might Mm -hmm. as well load up a few extra bucks. Because I'm feeling some San Francisco plays here. San Francisco to win the Super Bowl and just with like X amount of teams under it. I don't know why. I just, you know, there could be something here. If they were to gel at the right time. They play defense. You go through the NFC. Your path isn't what it used to be. You know, I'm never going to buy into the Cowboys situation. Eagles are good. Outside yeah. of that, who's scaring, who's scaring you in the NFC? They see. are. We're going to see. Are. Um, but, like, we talked about the Vikings being fraudulent. You're not scared to go to Minnesota. Not in the least. Not in the least. I'm with you. I love the 49ers. I already have the Super Bowl bet on the 49ers. And I love them in this game, even laying the seven points. I like them, too. That might be like much. Uh, you know, yeah, the weird thing, the way they use Eckler is vastly different. And you talk about teams, how they're constructed. You got a guy that you would expect if you pull up the rushing yards, you'd think he would have a lot. He doesn't. Then you pull mm-hmm. up the receiving yards, you're like, holy shit, how many targets do they give to this guy? You know, right. they throw the 3-0. When do these wideouts come back? I don't know. So it's the soft tissue thing with Keenan, right? It's a hamstring. Those are always so tough to predict because they're so easy to aggravate. And you just, like, can't do anything with a pulled hamstring. You can't run. <laughs> That's why they call it soft tissue. They're easy to aggravate. Yeah. You little soft tissue. I'm fat. I'm pure fat cells. <sighs> yeah. People consider and kill people. <laughs> I don't uh, – yeah, I just think San Francisco's a, a much better team. I completely just – the soft tissue tangent completely like broke my brain for a second there. <laughs> I like Kyle Shanahan. And Rose likes Kyle Shanahan. Your list of guys you like is extensive. Extensive. No. You have a thing for coaches too, I've noticed. Not all coaches. Harbaugh. Like wow. Saban. Just the handsome Love coaches. Em. Shanahan. Love him. Shanny. Not Mike Shanahan, Kyle Shanahan. Yeah, fuck Mike Shanahan. <laughs> I don't care about Mike Agreed. I also don't care about Mike Shanahan. <laughs> fuck him and those Broncos teams. <laughs> Terrell Davis. Like any of the coaches, I'll tell you that right now. Do you know John Gruden's son is still on the Raiders staff? I did not. Deuce. Deuce Gruden. Mini racist. No. Well, well that's Probably. completely unfair to do to Deuce. But <laughs> he's, uh, he's generations a little bit least lesser racist he's uh that's true he's a he's a strength and conditioning coach he's like yoked he's like a professional bodybuilder uh yeah juicing juicing deucing yeah seven would be a lot um i'm just gonna take a different passive line this week i don't know i'm gonna rethink all of these it seems like a lot to take in again i went from having trouble filling up a sheet might make some changes some other ins and outs but um yeah, I gotta look how many favors, how many dogs. So I did like Green Bay. I did like the Texans. Those are those are dogs. I did like Denver, which is a slight dog. Yeesh. I did like Tampa Bay, but you're trying to talk me into um, flashes of Geno being brilliant versus when he See, that was a horrible like. fucking throw. That one play, I was like, bounce right back. That was fucked up. They, they were he did. He did. He came back with like yep. an eleven play drive. Fucker. Yep. Um, I got under splashed all over this paper. Under forty four. We even talked about Monday night football. Game. We even talked about Monday night. Yeah, yet. let's get into it. Washington at Philadelphia, eleven points. Is yeah, take the eleven. So that's our under. 
Take the 11, go under. Take the under. You, you, no faith in your squad. Did you see? No, this? no, I'll take the 11. Because oh, you're it's, taking the Yeah, it's divisional. Points. I'll take 11. Taylor's not going to disappear. Yeah, that's fair. And, and his biggest, brightest game under the lights was against Tampa Bay the year they won the Super Bowl. And there's he played a, his best. And there's another So dog. he's like a reverse Cousins effect. Yeah. He'll, and, and he'll play a, his best. I'm not saying he won't get picked off two or three times. He may. Sure. Is that? But he's going to keep it close. Yeah. I, like I think that. so. I'll uh, take the 11. And, and honestly, you, right now, you can get plays for who's going to be the first team to beat the Eagles. So why not just start here? Right. I don't know. It might be a $10 bet on the money line. You'd probably get it at 380, 38 to 1. Plus 400. 40 to 1. Commander's money line. $10 gets you paid. What, yeah. 40 bucks? Not a terrible, not a terrible play. Again, I'll, I'll lay the points there. That that tracks. That makes sense. Um, and Take I've, the points. I've filled up. I've filled up my sheet. Because um, you're right, the NFC, NFC uh, East divisional stuff. Those games. Yeah, what are your close. favorites that you like? I got Miami and and Tampa Bay. It's the only favorites I've written down. So play. I like Miami. Yep. Tennessee, which you're on the other side. Yeah, I don't like that one. I like the Rams. And I like San oh, I like Francisco. I put those all on my yeah. sheet. I might track Rams. Um, and I liked Dallas, but you wanted to you're trying to scare me away from that. And I also like Chicago at minus three, but I didn't, I didn't like it enough to put it on there. It may sneak in there when I go to PA. I may swap out one of these one of these. All things. things are you know the blackout period. We all understand that. Of course, of course. And then I've also got. Um, my over my totals plays Denver, Tennessee under thirty six and a half. Um, we've got Seattle money line. I just like Seattle. Uh, New Orleans at Pittsburgh under forty. Denver at Tennessee under. Oh, I wrote that down twice. I like that place so much. I forgot I already had it written down. See, that's <laughs> the only guy that is bet bets twice. That's why we go through it. Gonna cross that out. Detroit at Chicago. I like the over there, forty eight and a half. Um, and then Washington and Philly. We just talked about under forty four, and then take Washington in the points. So yeah, yeah find, we might get Dotson I'll find back. Something else to sneak in there. We might get Dotson back, so that would be interesting. Um, Maybe I'll sprinkle something random on like first touchdown scorer. You know, those are always fun bets to make. I hit on Devontae last week. One good thing to yeah. that game, Devontae Adams Check first mark. touchdown score. Yeah, um, UFC card this weekend as well. You said you weren't giving out any picks I after know, your last debacle. I know, but I feel better about this one. Dustin Poirier versus Michael Chandler. Give me Michael Chandler plus one ninety. I think Chandler I, I knocks out know. the diamond. And Carla, for the dog, shoot him to me. Just the dogs. I don't want any favorites. All right, then you'll want Chandler. Carla Esparza is the champion, but she's a plus two seventy under uh, underdog. She's going to get her head caved in by Wei Li Zhang, um, and then Israel Adesanya. If somebody's Lee. totally going to get destroyed, I'll take that one too. Send those. Well, over. Wei Li's minus three forty, so you're paying heavy juice. So you might want to. Parlay that just do a three fighter parlay Chandler Whaley uh, and then Izzy Adesanya versus Alex Pejeda. Alex Pejeda actually beat the champion Israel Adesanya twice in kickboxing, knocked him out cold in one of those fights. But Izzy has become a much more tactical point fighter. Like, hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna win a decision. I'm not gonna get myself in trouble. You're not gonna knock me out because Pajera's got just absurd, gross, scary power, and he throws these like short, just little check hooks. It's like <laughs> sleeping. It's like what <laughs> what happened? So uh, I like Adesanya there. He's also a favorite minus two ten. So, um, but. I might change my mind on all those. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm to the public. You do I what was, you want with it. I was so bad last time. Yeah, I wouldn't feel good about any of that. But yeah, through another through another slate. Week ten, feeling good, which is scary, but I'm feeling good. Yeah, uh, don't get it out of yourself. We're not broke yet. We're not making yeah. money by any stretch of the imagination. I think when we started yeah. this, it's like let's spend time together every week, which we do. Yeah. Uh, let's not go broke, which hopefully we don't. Nope. Still. Still got a roof over my head. Still, you know, again, it's kind of tough to really be committed to betting, though, every week. It is. There are weeks where, like, fuck, I got to go drive out to Pennsylvania, and I just don't want to do it. Yeah, because, again, when I pull up the roster, I'm like, eh, nothing looks like, you know, back in the day, I used to be excited about plays. I'm like, oh, you're going to get Well, again, January 1st, that'll change. It'll be a lot easier. Then you don't have to make the drive to Pennsylvania. You can just fire them off from your couch. Also, Jimmy... (sighs) Uh, shout out to Jimmy, brother-in-law. He uh, 
sent me a text. Bet MGM. I guess if you sign up with them for their sports book, they're sending you like two hundred bucks. Yeah, yeah, I think you can do that. Yeah. I think all these ones like, all Yahoo, are probably like, like hey, yeah, hey, 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 plays all over well, the place. I, and if the MGM is the one my sister plays, if you can play poker online. Oh, yeah. You could play poker. You could, I don't you know. Could play because Blackjack. on DraftKings, you don't have poker. No, DraftKings is But I think MGM is going to be more... Yeah. And if I can play poker, there might not be sports betting. No, it might... <laughs> you know, it might solely go that direction. I've um, been watching a lot of... YouTube content. I, I don't spend enough time studying and getting better. I feel like I went down yesterday. I feel like I played a little bit better than I have been, but yeah. running real bad. Caesars Caesars has just a casino tab. So there's your table games. We've got blackjack, roulette, baccarat. However you play that. So they have a poker room. Uh, let's see. Shout out to our sponsors, Youngstown Poker Club. Card Poker, Roulette. Lowville Poker Club. Slots, Video Poker. I don't Strickland know Propane. I'm sure there's going to be like those. Cool excavating. All the homies. All the homies. Yeah, Live Oak Concrete. I got nothing. I got nothing else unless there's anything else you want to touch Yeah, on. no. I think that's a that's a good show. Uh, a lot of weird games. Again, I don't know how I feel about the year. It's just weird. It's not parody. I wish they wouldn't use the word parody. It's bad product. It's it's mediocrity. You got teams getting creative. I like that. The resurgence, like you say, of the tide. It's you know the running mm-hmm. backs in certain situations. However, you want to do it a different way. You could do it like Miami. Mm-hmm. Um, so 101 ways to get there, I suppose. Um, don't really see the dynamic dual wide receivers like Miami has going right now, which is yeah, very that's interesting. Re- yeah, that's that's rare. Very interesting. Yeah. So it's kind of cool to see how this plays out. Again, not wishing anything bad against Buffalo, but wishing the best to the Dolphins. And uh, fins up. Yeah, fins up. And Kirk Cousins is stay out of the stay out of the dark. It'll be all right. It'll be all right. Bye, everyone. See you.